How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Saturday underway here at News Talk, A3OWCCO. And this Timberwolves season is off to a tough start. I, I don't think by any metric you would say things have gone well uh, for the Timberwolves. High expectations. In the offseason, the big Rudy Gobert trade. The Timberwolves send a lot picks and players to the Utah Jazz. They get back Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert, a uh, fine player in his own right, uh, NBA All-Star, uh, thought to be the missing piece. But 13 games in, they're 5-8, and eight, and at times have just been blown off the floor at home. Uh, the Knicks... The Knicks are are not a title contender, and the New York Knicks demolished the Timberwolves at Target Center. They go on the road. They get beat by John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies last night, and the road trip continues for the Timberwolves. Cavaliers on Sunday, our pregame at 4.30, Geraldine Steele to follow the game. And then on Wednesday, they'll be in Orlando, pregame show there, 5.30. And then uh, they finish the trip n- next Saturday against the Philadelphia 76ers, who, by the way, are struggling as well out of the gate. They finally return home on Monday, November 21st, uh, when the Miami Heat come to town. And, oh, by the way, the Heat are struggling early. Now, it's still November, and things really don't get going until maybe the Christmas break in the NBA and things really get serious after the first of the year. But so far... Not so good. And Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune, joins us on the line. And, and Chris, uh, you're at practice. You're at the games. You follow this team for a living. Uh, It has not been good. No, it hasn't. You did a pretty nice job of summing it all up. Uh, (laughs) They've been getting blown off of their home floor uh, by teams that are not title contenders. You know, the Knicks and the Spurs came into Target Center and, and blew them out. Uh, Memphis last night, it, it looked like a repeat of the playoff series where the Wolves couldn't get an offensive rebound or a defensive rebound to to save themselves at any point. Um, D'Angelo Russell was on the bench for the final minutes of the game, just like he was in game six of the playoff series. Uh, it's It's like... Nothing has really changed in some ways from from what their problems were a year ago. You know, I'm not I'm not sure how much of this anymore has to do with Rudy Gobert and trying to incorporate him and just the the, the makeup of this team as a whole in terms of 
things like transition defense and, and hustling and effort and intensity and boxing out and all those things that have nothing to do with trying to fit in a player like Rudy Gobert. That's that's kind of where I'm at with this team right now. Is I've kind of shifted away from is the Gobert thing working to are the Timberwolves just playing hard enough and good enough basketball on their own regardless of who's out there on the floor, and I don't know that they are right now. Yeah, and it, it it has to start with the players making max money who who have been around, and that is Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, you can talk all you want. Anthony Edwards, for all practical purposes, is still a kid and still trying to figure it out, and he is still wildly inconsistent. But Carl Anthony Towns, at this point in his career, for the kind of money he's making and should be the leadership role in in demanding more from everyone, including himself, night in and night out. And I use this example. When I'm on after a Timberwolves game sitting in for Henry Lake or here on the weekend, I, I, I will say it over and over. The one thing about Kevin Garnett and made Kevin Garnett great, and he is one of the all-time great players in the NBA and certainly the greatest Timberwolves player of all time. And, and I remember going to see KG play and he and he played on some good teams and some not so good teams but the one thing you knew is he would give max effort every night shots may not go in and they may not win but kevin garnett went out and gave max effort i don't see that out of this team most nights yeah, I, I don't either, um, I, and I'm with you. I, I think Carl, when it comes to Carl, I don't I don't think with Carl it's ever a problem of effort, I, but I think the way that he channels his effort can be frustrating to, to fans because we see him, you know, trying to maybe force some things on offense. Sometimes he complains about the officiating. He still hasn't learned – uh, you know, to stay out of foul trouble. He's got this, I was just looking this up today. He's got the second most fouls in the NBA so far this season. Um, you know, he, last night he was on the floor with three fouls in the first half. And, you know, what's the one thing you can't do in that situation? Pick up a fourth foul. And he picks up a fourth foul just before the halftime happens. So, you know, it's, I think in some ways, some guys, you know, they, they come out and they, they try hard. They have the necessary intensity every night like Carl does, but he's got these these ticks to his game that he's never been able to to solve. But, you know, you look at the other end of the spectrum, and, and I think when, when you think of energy, lack of effort, I think everybody in their mind pictures D'Angelo Russell when, when, yeah. you, when you start saying that, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Um, and that's what Chris Finch said as to why he sat him for the last nearly five minutes last night was he was looking for a little more, a little more defense and a little more uh, dribble penetration. And D'Angelo Russell wasn't bringing that last night. He, he wasn't really bringing that in the playoffs last season. Um, so I, you know, it's he's got to pick it up. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how this gets better from here. But right now, I, I don't think. Uh, Russell could have started the season any worse than he has. Yeah, and I, I think you bring up a, a good point. Maybe with Carl Anthony Towns, you know, more of a frontal leadership role in in being, you know, more of of that guy that's going to demand. I, I I just think going back to it, each player is their own. But 
you know, Kevin Garnett would, would demand certain things out of the people on the floor. And, you know, for, for what Cat's making and, and what he's being paid, you know, d- demanding more from his fellow players on the floor, and, and maybe that's not in the mix. And then D'Angelo Russell. I, I think you and I have talked about this. I've certainly mentioned it on these airwaves. When, when he sat in game six of the playoff series and, and wasn't in there at crunch time, I, I thought there was zero chance they were going to bring this guy back this season. He had lost the face of the coach. You, you can't have him on the floor with the season on the line, and they bring him back anyways. And, and maybe they couldn't find anyone to take him. But, but the simple fact of the matter is, is that it's not working. You're 13 games into the season, and he's standing out right now like a sore thumb as being a major problem for the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, you know, I, I you can't disagree with anything that you said there. It's it's he's it's the biggest issue that they have with this team right now. Um and I think he's kind of symptomatic of the team as a whole. Because like I said, when when you think of players not giving a hundred hundred and ten percent or whatever you want to term it, you usually picture D'Angelo Russell like losing his man on defense or not boxing out, uh or, or doing things of, of that nature or taking bad shots. Uh, not moving the ball, um, all that starts and ends with D'Lo in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I think you you still, after 13 games, as bad as it looks, it's still not the, the time to make, you know, wholesale judgments of, of this team as a whole. I, I still think you need to get, like, kind of like you were saying, to at least the new year before you, before you maybe start making some changes. But, but right now, like, if this keeps up, I don't see how they can't make some sort of move. And I don't know what move would be out there. You know, when, when you've given away all of your draft capital at this point in time, you know, to get Gobert in here, it'd be interesting to see what kind of move down the road would be available to them. Because at the end of the day, D'Angelo Russell is on an expiring contract. And, you know, that is not an impossible thing to do to move an expiring contract in the NBA. So it'd be a, uh, an interesting trade market, you know, if we were to get to that point month a, a little a little while from now. Definitely, uh, definitely not anytime soon, but down the road, uh, it certainly could be a possibility. Because there 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 are numbers that show that when when there are others on the floor, and and granted these these guys are uh, further down the bench, but they they seem to play it better. Jordan McLaughlin, Kyle Anderson, you know, they're, they're, there's calls right now. Something's got to change. They've, they've got to find a spark because what they're doing right now isn't working. Yeah, yeah. And even even the bench has had its moments of, of inconsistency sure. this year. You know, it was – honestly, it was the other night against New York that the bench was the ones – or were the ones that were kind of getting run off the floor by the Knicks. Um, the starters actually started that game – relatively well it was only when they started getting into the bench that new york started taking advantage of things um so i don't know what the answer is <laughs> that's yeah. why i'm not the coach um you know I, I chris finch has said 
you know, that's not really looking to change the starting lineup. And I get why he says that, you know, it's because again, you don't want to overreact to a 13 game sample size and, and try to give it at least a, a dozen more games, probably at the very least, because you don't want to make, if you're, if you're really in this for the long haul with Rudy Gobert for, you know, three, four five years, whatever have you, you can't be making rash decisions and, and wholesale judgments about the team after a bad 13-game stretch. You know, if they, if they started the season strong and then went through a bad 13-game stretch in the middle of the season, you know, the perception of the season is different. So, you know, there, there's there's a there's a world of possibilities, a, a potential world of outcomes where this could be one of the lowest points of the season if they can figure things out moving forward. I'm, I'm just trying to put my basketball thinking cap on and, and yeah, take a long-term sure. view of it here. You know, I, I realize how bleak in the moment that it looks, but, you know, when it comes to major decisions to a roster, front offices are, are not going to overreact to to just 12 or 13 games as much as fans might want them to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, certainly a lot of grist for the mill right now. Uh, and a tough stretch, really, for the Timberwolves because they are struggling. John Morant, Memphis, we know how that went last night. Then Cleveland on Sunday. Uh, our coverage begins at 4.30. Wednesday at Orlando, coverage begins at 5.30. Uh, <laughs> the Timberwolves had some uh, dubious results against Orlando last season, if memory serves. And then Philadelphia, as I mentioned, a team that struggled out of the gate, and that's uh, next Saturday night uh, at, at 6.30, and then uh, Miami next home game a week from Monday. So this isn't a particularly easy stretch of games for the Timberwolves, considering where they're at right now. No, it's not. But, you know, to, to your point uh, earlier, there's a lot of teams right now that are going through it early in the season. The Timberwolves are not alone here in their, in their early season struggles. You know, there are some teams like Memphis um, who, who have started off really well. Phoenix, for instance, they've lost twice to Phoenix here in the last week or week or two. Um, but they are not alone in the NBA landscape and going through some early season, early season blues here. So, you know, I wonder, we'll see how the road trip kind of affects things. You get out of Target Center, which it seems like every night they've been playing at Target Center, they've been getting booed at some point in the night. Um, So maybe you you get out of that energy, you get on the road, you get a little more kind of isolated, maybe you get a little more focused even um, when you're not at home and it could maybe turn things around. I've said it before, I'll say it again, you know, this team started 4-9 last year, they're 5-8 and this year. If you if you look at it, a glass half full perspective. There, they are one game ahead of where they were a year ago at this point in time, um, and that team turned it around eventually. But you know that team also there was there was less on the line then. You know yeah, they didn't mortgage sure. over half a decade's worth of draft picks last season. Um, so the pressure and the expectations are much greater this season because of all that has been invested into this team. And we'll see how they respond. You know, as as it pertains to Cat and his leadership, uh, as we were talking before. You know, I don't I don't know that Cat's ever been the the rah rah vocal demanding leader that KG was. And and you know, in some ways, that's fine. You don't want you don't want players to be who they're not, right? Or try to or try to fake a persona because that's seemingly what's expected of them. Um, but I will say that that maybe this team is lacking a, a, a strong, assertive voice 
that Patrick Beverly or somebody like that brought last season. Um, I think some guys are are stepping up like a Torian Prince, um, but, you know, maybe they are missing a little bit of that accountability that, that he brought last year. Well, Chris, it's always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. We look forward to your coverage going forward. It sounds good, Steve. Thank you. All right, there he is, Chris Hine of the Star Tribune here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. All the news, all the weather at 4. We go outdoors with Steve Carney. Uh, we'll get an update on what's happening in the great outdoors. And then we'll go to the Excel Energy Center, State Volleyball Championship Saturday. John Malay, our good buddy from the Minnesota State High School League, will give us the lay of the land still to come, uh, the big school championship match. That is all on the way. And then, of course, college football final here on CCO. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast a little bit later college football final all the scores game reports from around the area final day of the regular season in the northern sun and the wiac and then over in the miac it is championship week. Title game, Bethel and St. John's. Johnny's were in command on a cold day in Collegeville. We'll have all of that later on. Right now, we want to go outdoors. Steve Carney joins us, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. And just like that, Steve, winter is here. 
Hey, good afternoon, Steve. You got it. I'm sitting in one of my ground blinds overlooking a river valley and wondering if the deer down in the valley are listening to us today. (laughs) (laughs) So what have you seen out there in the field? Well, overall, a lot of my cronies, a lot of my contacts throughout the state, it has not been a very good deer season. The the numbers are really down, and I kind of knew that was coming from my experiences. I had a pretty tough last couple of months i'm not really seeing the deer and i'm starting to see the statistics now and they're saying up in the northwest part where i live it's down 32 percent in terms of registrations and that's a huge number and it looks like statewide it's going to be down in the low 20s so definitely um a difficult time you know i think back to last winter that was probably the worst winter I've ever been through. We had so much snow, so much cold, and I think it really took a toll on the deer population. So I think next year you're going to see some changes in, in management tags that are given out, and they're going to have to make some adjustments because uh, the numbers just aren't there like they were last year. And I'm hearing that from you know all parts of the state. All right, Steve, uh, you, you got a deer story. Lay it on us. Well, right now, Steve, it's really a good time to be rattling. And, you know, these bucks are fighting right now. They're chasing each other around. They're very aggressive. I was sitting over a different river valley on Friday, and I pulled out my rattle bag. And a rattle bag is a series of porcelain rods inside of a bag. And when you bang them together, it sounds like two bucks fighting. And that really gets them going. I got in my stand about 3 o'clock. And I'm banging away with this rattle bag just as loud as I can, creating all kinds of noise and like two bucks fighting. And here he comes. He comes bailing out of this cover on the other side of the river, a beautiful eight-pointer. He's probably two, 3,000 yards away, and he's running to beat the band. And he comes up down the river valley, crosses the river, comes right up to my stand, and he's looking around for a fight, and he stops about five steps from my shooting lane. I mean, he was about 17 yards, perfect broadside, but he just kind of lost interest and turned and walked away. But it was probably the most exciting event I've had in the bow stand this fall. And that's what you can do right now. You know, the next two weeks especially, um, you get those rattle bags going, you do some grunting, and you can bring those deer to you instead of waiting for them to come walking by. And it's just a good way. If, If there's a buck within earshot, of that rattle bag, they're going to come, and when they come, they're coming fast. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, Steve, I kind of relate that to grade school, a fight in the grade school parking lot. Everybody wants to stand around and watch, and that's that's what these bucks like to do. They either want to get into the mix and fight or they want to watch, but it really gets them in, and it's just a very good proactive way to get those deer to come to you. All right, Steve, uh, with with the really cold weather, uh, it's not going to take long to get those water temps to the point where we're going to see ice. Uh, already, some of the guys that work with during the week who, who love to ice fish are already chomping at the bit. Oh, everybody is. You know, we're starting to get ice around the shorelines, and, you know, one of the bright spots are the, are the ducks. There's some definite movement going on right now. There's geese coming down. There's diving ducks coming down, and I'm seeing species I haven't seen for a while so they're definitely on their way down. And with these temperatures coming up at the end of the week and the single digits for lows in northern Minnesota, the big push is going to be this week. I saw some golden eyes today and some real bluebills, which you don't see very often coming through. 
and that's a sign that that push is on. So if you're a duck hunter, this is going to be a great week. So looking forward to it. It's uh, it's always just a great time, and even if it's cold, they're going to come anyway. Yeah, and uh, once again, uh, maybe able to get out on the ice if this trend continues. Uh, what, what are you thinking? I'm thinking maybe two and a half weeks or so. Wow. Um, I know the okay. I, the ice fishing zealots are already loading up and preparing and really? you know, getting yeah. their reels and gear. I mean, it's yeah. it's such a crazy cult. You know, they, they, they love it so much. But we know first ice is very, very good fishing, but it's also a very dangerous period. So the way things are going, you know, it's going to be – I'm thinking the beginning of December, especially in northern Minnesota, and it's it's pretty much right on time. If not, around the 15th, we'll probably have, you know, safer ice. So we'll see what Mother Nature throws at us, Steve. Yeah, but you're, you're right. Even here in the cities, uh, end of the week, highs only in the teens. So up north, uh, it, it's going to get cold. And then, then, of course, ponds and sloughs, they're going to go quick. But uh, the bigger bodies of water, that, that'll take some time. Uh, for sure. Quick recap as we segue from open water fishing to ice fishing over the next uh, month or so. Uh, put a recap on this season real quick, Steve. What, what did you think about uh, the fishing season that, that was? Um, I'd have to say, Steve, on a 1 to 10, it was about a 7. It was really pretty good. Um, it, it was kind of an odd season. The The weed growth was very weird. It was there were weeds and lakes that didn't have them before, and then there were lakes that just were just had a different personality this year. And some lakes that weren't very good last year were good this year, and it was just very uh, a neurotic season. But I'd say overall, pretty darn good. Um, it wasn't overly hot. It wasn't overly cold. Uh, I, th- I would have to call it better than average. And the crappies were great. The walleyes were good. Um, can't complain. I think it was a pretty darn good season overall. And we had a lot of wind, which was a big factor the whole year, which really affected on where we could go. But I'd say overall, um, pretty darn good. And I think that might bode well for ice fishing too, as well. All right, Steve, well, good to visit with you. Uh, good luck out, out in the blind, stay warm. We'll do it again in one week. Sounds great, Steve, and hopefully there isn't a buck down there below the river valley listening to us right now. That would not be good. No, that wouldn't be good. Uh, <laughs> Steve Carney joining us. Steve Carney, Outdoors.com, has been joining us on the weekends uh, for years. Today is no exception here at News Talk, 830-WCCO. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. A little bit later, college football final. We'll have game reports, all the scores from around the area. Final day of the regular season in the Northern Sun and in the WIAC. And then, of course, uh, championship day in the MIAC uh, with games all around. Once again, championship week, including Bethel and St. John's on the line, the automatic bid. Uh, bad news for the Royals in that game. Their quarterback from Alexandria, Jaron Rosti. Uh, was injured. Looks like St. John's will go on to the victory today. We'll get a game report later on in that one. Meanwhile, championship Saturday over at the XL Energy Center State Volleyball Tournament. John Millay, media specialist for the high school league, joining us. And John, just a great event. And uh, I'm just so impressed year in and year out. Uh, the quality of play in all four classes is just extraordinary. Yeah, you're right, Steve. This has really been a great week. We're capping off our four-day tournament and championship matches are getting started, and we got the pep bands. You might hear them in the background. I'm actually standing in the Zamboni tunnel. It's a little quieter here than than out in the arena, but it's a great it's a great day. Big crowds. There's a lot happening here. The I, a truck just drove by in the corridor here. It's the San Jose Sharks moving their equipment in for a game here tomorrow with the Wild. So this place is very busy today. Yeah, and uh, still a lot to go at the Exo Energy Center on this championship Saturday and a lot of great storylines. And uh, coming up in the, the 4A championship tonight, number one seed Wyzetta against number two Lakeville North. Uh, that'll be at 7 o'clock on court two at the Exo Energy Center. And Wyzetta is a great story. A year ago, one of the great seasons in any sport um, – uh, on the run to a championship, unbeaten. I, I don't even remember, but I, I don't think they lost 10 sets all year on the way to the championship. And then this year, they come in as an underdog in their section final. They knock off championship park, uh, Champlain Park, in, in that section final. And here's Wyzetta again uh, playing for another championship tonight. Yeah, they come in as the number one seed in the state tournament and uh, playing Lakeville North, the number two seed. They've both had a pretty pretty easy time getting to the finals, and that's going to be a, a very good championship match. I think we should have a lot big crowds from those schools here tonight, and looking forward to that one. John Malaya joining John us Malaya. from a very busy Exxon Energy Center uh, today. Uh, still to come, another good one. Number one seed Marshall against Benilde St. Margaret's in uh, the 3A championship. And uh, the Marshall Tigers, uh, quite a volleyball program in their own right. Yeah, and they're, they're the top seed. Benilde St. Margaret's is the three seed. And 
there can be history on the line here for Marshall. They've won seven state championships. I think they're one of six schools with seven volleyball state championships. So if they can win this match uh, scheduled for 6.30 tonight, the 3A championship match, that would be their eighth. So they would be the first school in Minnesota to do that. And Dan Westgate is the head coach there. And uh, the former head coach there is Terry Colhane, who left a while back to coach volleyball at Southwest Minnesota State. And now Terry has retired from that job, and he's back as a volunteer assistant with the Marshall High School team. So there's a couple of Hall of Fame coaches. You know they're going to be prepared. But Benilde, you know, they're the three seed. They, they haven't come out of nowhere, but um, here they are in the finals. And uh, another one that should really be a great matchup. Yeah, and great crowds. I was there uh, for a couple of 4A matches in the quarterfinals on Wednesday. NSPN.tv, so I did make it over to St. Paul, did make it to the Excel Energy Center for the early day, uh, early matches of this volleyball tournament. I'm so impressed by the crowds, the, the, the bands, the student sections. It, it's just a great atmosphere. It is. It's, it's never-ending. It's every year. You know what you're going to see. And I, I tweeted something earlier this afternoon about the sportsmanship in volleyball. You know, you just so rarely see a coach you know, even flail their arms at an official's call. They might have a question, but, the, you know, the captains have to talk to the officials, which is a great thing for the kids. The coach will ask the captain, go to the go to the official up on the ladder. You know, let's get some clarification. Uh, the officials are great, and the sportsmanship, you know, on the benches, players on the court, it's just, it just struck me today. I was, I just kind of been watching all week here, and it, it, it's a great sport in lots of ways. But, boy, the sportsmanship, is, is maybe unequaled in any high school event uh, I go to. Yeah, uh, just terrific. Still time to get out and see uh, the 3A and 4A championship matches tonight at the Excel Energy Center. And we are not done with fall sports. Uh, sports. There's a long way to go. Girls swimming and diving over at the U, a terrific event. And then uh, football with semifinals next week at U.S. Bank Stadium. And then uh, prep bowl in early December. <laughs> so still a lot going on. Yeah, those outdoor state quarterfinal football games are being wrapped up today. I've been watching some of, some of them online on NFPN.tv, which, as you said, does a great job. Boy, last night, today, kind of chilly out there, I think. I've been indoors all week. But, uh, yeah, the winning teams, they're, they're going to play indoors after this weekend. And we'll have those three days of state semifinals next week, and then we take Thanksgiving week off. I hope people are aware the Prep Bowl will not be the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving because the Vikings have a Thanksgiving night home game, and the, the, the TV people can't, can't get set up in time. You know, it takes the network about a full day to get out of there. And then Channel 45, which televises the prep bowl, they need most, you know, a greater part of a day to set up. So they've been pushed back a week, December 2nd and 3rd. Everybody gets to have Thanksgiving at home, which is, I think, a great thing. And, and uh, it'll be a little new experience. We'll have December high school football for the first time. And, uh, boy, playing it at the beautiful U.S. Bank Stadium, people are so excited. I'm just looking at things on Twitter and social media. As the scores come in over these three days of quarterfinals, boy, there's nothing better than than getting to that big stadium, knowing you're gonna you're not gonna face the elements. You can you can uh, just have a great time. The fans can can really enjoy it. You know, once in a lifetime experience in a lot of cases. So it's really going to be a great a great last two rounds of football in Minnesota. Yeah, it really should be fun. And uh, 
Speaking of the cold, getting through these quarterfinal games, I was at a quarterfinal on Thursday night up at Osseo at uh, John Hansen uh, Stadium, Carl A. Tun Field, and it was a 4A quarterfinal between Holy Angels and Zimmerman. And it was all good getting set up to do the game on NSPN. And then the camera operator said, yeah, now it's time to open the window because they had to get the camera out the open window to to do the stream. Yep, you were doing well. It was chilly. Yeah, I, I don't know how many people this week at volleyball have said, hey, John, you're going to go do some football? And I said, my old bones cannot take it. I'm going to stay indoors. Oh. I like climate climate controlled sports so i'll catch up to those football teams indoors next week and yeah yeah, i feel for you steve and everybody who's you know the players the teams the fans the media just it's brutal cold you know we had a we had maybe the best fall weather we've had in a long time but we we are our luck didn't stretch into this week but that's okay yeah and that is true all over the state Uh, the the officials like you say the and, and there was a great crowd, great fan support from from Holy Angels and, and Zimmerman up there in Osseo. But it was cold, and that that was true not all over the, the, the greater metro area uh, where these uh, state quarterfinals were hosted. And a tip of the cap to all the schools and the staff, uh, you know, Bill Kwan at Osseo. But you can say that about the ADs and all the people that host those sites. A ton of work goes into it, so... Uh, once again, uh, a great job, and that wraps up today. And uh, we'll throw in some scores a little bit later on, as a number of those quarterfinal games uh, are final now, and uh, the semifinals are set for next week. Well, John, enjoy volleyball tonight, enjoy volleyball and who tonight. knows, maybe we'll see you at U.S. Bank Stadium next week. It would be my great pleasure to see you there, Steve. Thanks for everything you do. All right, there he is, John Malay from the High School League. Uh, John's journal is blog available on the website. John's been covering high school sports for a long time in these parts. And uh, speaking of that scoreboard, why don't, why don't we sneak some in right now while we have a moment ahead of the weather, and then we get started on college football final. I know Jonathan Lowe uh, chomping at the bit to get us up to date on the Big Ten and Top 25 scoreboard. Uh, we're looking forward to that. We have another number of game reports from the Northern Sun uh, the MIAC and the WIAC. And then uh, we'll have gas from D2Football.com, Matt Witwicky talking about the playoff picture, who's in, who's out. And then the same Pat Coleman from D3Football.com joins us later in the day uh, to find out who's in and who's out. On this Saturday, uh, quarterfinals, there's still one to be played, and this will be a 5A quarterfinal down in Prior Lake. And that'll be Rochester Mayo against Mankato West. Mankato West going in as number one. Here are some final scores from earlier in the day. High school football quarterfinals. Uh, Class 5A, Elk River outscores Moorhead in Maple Grove, 44-20. In 3A, Dilworth Glendon Felton beat Asco, 21-17. All these winners on the U.S. Bank Stadium and the semifinals. 5A, at Osseo, Rogers. Beats Robbinsdale Armstrong, 34-23. Uh, 5A quarterfinal at Woodbury. Matamidi upsets St. Thomas Academy, 20-14. And in a 3A quarterfinal in Burnsville, Fairmont beats St. Croix Lutheran, 49-7. One spot remains, 
And that is that 5A quarterfinal tonight at Prior Lake, Rochester Mayo against Mankato West. And we're going to break. We'll have a check of that weather momentarily. And then we'll get started on college football final here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.